Bitcoin price returns to $43,000. In today's show, I'll be sharing the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. And as Root points out here, likely the macro bottom is in. Bitcoin, who would have known? And as credible crypto shares here, if my thesis is correct and Bitcoin is indeed starting its final fifth wave here, expect Bitcoin to steal the show, pump aggressively, also take an initial hit, but then rally slash catch up, just like we saw during the last two impulses from three to 14,000 and from 12 to 65K. And as Pentoshi shares here, here's how I see things. As long as Bitcoin holds 39,000, then yearly open up next. In my opinion, 80% of alts will lag, 20% will lead slash follow. And Mike Alfred makes a great point. Bitcoin is going to be legal tender in at least one U.S. state by the end of 2022. Texas, Arizona, California, Michigan are all in the running. The price could easily gap to new all-time highs on the first announcement and the shorts are terrified. And as Max Kaiser shares here, if this Apple ad were done today, Steve Jobs would make sure Najib Bukele was included. And as I point out, happy to hear that Neil Diamond, Joni Mitchell, and other sellout artists are leaving Spotify. Think of it as a great cleansing or long overdue purge. The elite couldn't make it any more clear their biggest fear, challenging the BS lamestream agenda. Joe Rogan is a motherfrickin' legend. Also in today's show, Venezuelans reportedly hit by a new Bitcoin tax of up to 20%. That's right, the Venezuelan government has approved a new tax bill aiming to collect up to 20% taxes from crypto transactions according to local reports. Also in today's show, protesters migrate to crypto fundraising platform following the GoFundMe ban, which has been going viral. That's right, truckers protesting the COVID-19 vaccine mandate in Canada have turned to Bitcoin-based crowdfunding platform TallyCoin following a barrage of mounting political pressure from all sides that culminated in GoFundMe acts in their freedom convoy campaign. That's right. The Bitcoin donations continue to pour in here. They just received the donation of two Bitcoin and now have 5.68 BTC currently worth over 300,000 Canadian dollars. And even Jesse Powell from Kraken donated one Bitcoin along with this message. Fix the money, fix the world. Thank you for leading by example. Mandates are immoral and the madness. Hong Kong hashtag freedom convoy. 2022. Also in today's show, is the Bitcoin bottom in? Well, veteran trader Peter Brandt examines Bitcoin after strong rally above $40,000. And he recently tweeted here, just as the laser eyes marked the April top and widespread talk of $100,000 marked the November top. So bulls thrown in the towel and predicting 20000 marked the January bottom. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, and all the major altcoins are currently pumping and in the green. But where's the Bitcoin price? Likely to go next. Find out all this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Holla at your boy. Now let's share the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Number one, Bitcoin dodges a major breakdown. That's right. The weekend was no match for Bitcoin's newfound bullishness, despite its typically lower volume. Volume, providing fertile ground for both fake outs and fake downs. $40,000 held the support and analysts were keen to see 41000 established as a longer term basis going forward. As Pentoshi shares here, here's how I see things. As long as Bitcoin holds $39,000, then the yearly open up next. 
In my opinion, 80% of the altcoins will lag, 20% will lead slash follow. Now, the yearly open for 2022 stands at around $46,200, a price level that's getting closer after Bitcoin broke through its weekend resistance zone to hit local highs of 43000 this morning here on Bitstamp, right here looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Now, fellow analyst and trader Credible Crypto believes that the latest action could provide proof that Bitcoin is beginning its fifth in a series of impulse moves stretching back several years. As he shares here, my thoughts on Bitcoin dominance at this time. Long story short, Bitcoin outperforms during initial stages of our final fifth wave impulse. Altcoins steal the show. After that, as Bitcoin tops, dominance makes a new all-time low before this is all over. Now, should that be the case, it is likely that altcoins will initially lose the limelight to Bitcoin, he added, as with the classic bull run performance, quoting him again here. If my thesis is correct and Bitcoin is indeed starting its final fifth wave here, expect Bitcoin to steal the show pump aggressively altcoins to take an initial hit but then rally slash catch up just like we saw during the last two impulses from three to fourteen thousand and from twelve to sixty five k then mario asked him according to your experience how long should this final wave take incredible crypto responded four to six months if it's similar to the first and third, and looking to the downside, Wells may hold the answer. Data from on-chain monitoring resource Wellmap shows that the area of around 38,000 remains a significant zone of interest for Wells, who last week began adding to their positions there, as they share here on Crypto Twitter. Closest on-chain supports in case Bitcoin retraces is at 38,100 and 38,000. $500. Now, Bitcoin at 43000 Meanwhile, is its highest since January 17th, the largest crypto erasing more than two weeks of losses in days. Let's go BTC. Now, for the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, inflation stays real before January. CPI readout. Checking out this tweet from Peter Brandt. Current inflation surge is nothing compared to the previous battle in the U.S. with inflation. The inflation of the 1970s led to T-bill rates as high as 17% and mortgage rates as high as 14% long way to go. And as Pentoshi shares here, oil looks like it's going to barrel over $100 at this rate. 20% increase in the first five weeks of the year, 13% in January. If you loved inflation before, you'll love it when oil is over $100. Consumer goods, numbers go up. And as on-chain analyst William Clemente shares here, Bitcoin's one-day correlation to the NASDAQ is starting to fall from historically high levels. Finally, a decoupling. And now for the third factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market. Will the dollar keep diving? As crypto trader Bob Lucas shares here, very interesting moves in US dollar may be a trap. One thing is for sure, price action is always way ahead of what we think should be driving the price. And as crypto analyst Mikhail Van Pop points out here, not going to lie, but the US dollar currency index is starting to look like it wants to correct heavier. And he also shares US dollar currency index dropping even more as the European Central Bank announced that they won't be hiking the interest rates long term would be a good signal for Bitcoin and risk on assets if the US dollar currency index is showing more weakness. Now for the fourth factor to keep your eyes out on this week and the Bitcoin market, short-term hodlers start to return to profit. As Root points out here, likely the macro bottom is in Bitcoin. Who would have known? And as pointed out here by TXMC Trades, Bitcoin is a bit top heavy here, but numbers go up is medicine for that. Roughly a quarter of circulating supply, about 25%, lives on chain above $41,500. Another 16.7% sits between the current price and 30000 Then, open air below, as you can see, 
right here in this chart. Now for the fifth factor to keep your eyes out on this week and the Bitcoin market, sentiment eyes first exit from fear since all time highs. That's right. Checking out the crypto greed and fear index. You can see we're currently rated a 45 out of 100 in fear. Yesterday was a 37, last week a 20, and last month a 10 in extreme fear. And as pointed out here, charting fear and greed score against Bitcoin price shows that the score can be very low at points that are not price bottoms. But it's interesting to note that extended periods of extreme fear, sub 25 for three weeks plus, does tend to signal major lows, as pointed out right here by Philip Swift. And before I break down next story of the day, Venezuelans reportedly hit by new Bitcoin tax of up to 20%, as well as protesters migrate to crypto fundraising platform following the GoFundMe ban, as well as Bitcoin bottom. Is it in? Well, veteran trader Peter Brandt examines Bitcoin after a strong rally above $40,000. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, and all the major alts are currently pumping and in the green with Bitcoin up almost 3% for the day, trading at about $42,700. We have Ether up 2.5% trading just under $3,100. XRP up a whopping almost 16%, trading just under $0.78. Cents. Solana up 3%, trading at $117. And Shiba up a whopping 24%, but still trading at virtually nothing. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. The Venezuelan government has approved a new tax bill aiming to collect up to 20% in taxes from crypto transactions, according to local reports. Now, their National Assembly held a second discussion session on Thursday for a new draft bill targeting taxes on large financial transactions in cryptos like Bitcoin. We all know how this worked out in other countries. Didn't go so well. Now, the Venezuelan government reportedly approved the first draft bill last Thursday requiring local firms and individuals to pay up to 20% for operations carried out in cryptocurrencies as well as foreign currencies such as the U.S. dollar. Now, filed on January 20th, the draft law aims to collect 2 to 20% from transactions in any currencies other than those issued by the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela, the Venezuelan Bolivar, and the country's oil-backed cryptocurrency, El Petro. Now, the initiative aims to incentivize the use of the national currency, which reportedly lost over 70% in value last year alone and shed nearly all of its value over the past decade. Quoting the bill here, it is necessary to guarantee treatment at least equal to or more favorable to payments and transactions made in the national currency or in cryptocurrencies or crypto assets issued by the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela versus payments made in foreign currency. Now, as previously reported, Bitcoin adoption has been skyrocketing in Venezuela in recent years, with many thousands of local businesses starting to move into cryptocurrency to survive hyperinflation. In October 2021, a major international airport in Venezuela was preparing to start accepting cryptos like Bitcoin as payment for tickets and other services. So there you have it. As hyperinflation continues worldwide, where do you think they're going to turn? To the king of all crypto. And before I break down next story of the day, protesters migrate to crypto fundraising platform following the GoFundMe ban, as well as is the Bitcoin bottom in? Veteran trader Peter Brandt examines Bitcoin after this strong rally above $40,000. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap. Sent just under that $2 trillion milestone with $76.5 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 41.3% with the Ether dominance at 18.8%. And checking out the top gainers for the week within the top 100, we have Gala up a whopping 100%. Quant up literally 66%. We have Adam up 21%. Leo up 50%. Dash up 23%. You got to love these gains. But all right, 
Now let's break down our next story of the day. Truckers protesting the COVID-19 vaccine mandate in Canada have turned to Bitcoin-based crowdfunding platform TallyCoin following a barrage of mounting political pressure from all sides that culminated in GoFundMe axing their Freedom Convoy campaign. GoFundMe pulled the campaign and $9 million in donations on Friday in response to reports of violence, which it claimed broke its terms of service. Initially, donors needed to apply to have their funds refunded. However, following a flurry of criticism, the platform backtracked on Saturday, deciding it would automatically refund donors instead. Now, shortly after GoFundMe axed the campaign, a group of the organizers moved their efforts to TallyCoin, a crowdfunding platform built on Bitcoin's blockchain. That's right. Legacy financial infrastructure can sometimes be politicized and clamped down upon, whereas Bitcoin is a truly censorship-resistant method of communicating value, stated the new fundraising page. Now, as it currently stands at the time of this recording, over $321,000 in Bitcoin has been donated to the TallyCoin fundraiser, but it's only a fraction of the $9 million raised by GoFundMe. It also remains to be seen whether the funds raised on TallyCoin will be subject to the same governmental and political pressure when converted into fiat currency. And as shared here, attention everyone who donated to the GoFundMe for the trucker's convoy needs to report fraud to their credit card companies and file a claim. We need tens of thousands of claims against their company so you can see they're taking massive action my response to all of this boycott gofundme and their wicked what agenda gofundme froze funds donated to canadian protesters so now they're raising funds in bitcoin the revolution will not be centralized the revolution is here. Now, the Freedom Convoy campaign initially started in mid-January as a fundraiser on GoFundMe for cross-border truckers in Canada protesting VAX requirements. Good for them. They have my full support. Just saying. Now, obviously, this isn't the first time that governments or big tech has issued mandates on who can or cannot receive money based on politics. That's why Bitcoin is so important. And before I break down our final story of the day, and we discuss is the Bitcoin bottom in as veteran trader Peter Brent examines Bitcoin after the strong rally above $40,000. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,000 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store now live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, have a daily letter, which goes out to over 30,000 subscribers every single day. To subscribe, visit letter.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, have a blog I update daily, which can be found at cryptonewsyes.com. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, just like this. And of course, you can find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify to Apple's iTunes. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikToks, so wherever you at, be sure to follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Seasoned trader Peter Brandt is looking at the state of Bitcoin after a strong rally above 40,000 to determine whether Bitcoin has actually Actually, bottomed out. Brandt tells his 620,000 Twitter followers that he's looking at trader sentiment on Bitcoin to gauge what's next for the leading crypto. As he shares here on Crypto Twitter, this tweet was from January 30th. I find it fascinating that many, not all on social media, who wore laser eyes in March and April and predicted a rocket shot for Bitcoin in November are now predicting that the $30,000 level will be violated when bulls wear laser eyes, time to sell, and when bulls become bears, 
time to buy. And he updated us right here, just as the laser eyes marked the April top and widespread talk of $100,000 Bitcoin marked the November top. So bulls thrown in the towel and predicting 20,000 marked the January bottom. That's right. Last year, the laser eye trend emerged in which members of the crypto community used the laser eyes on their social media profile photos to cheer on Bitcoin's rise to six figures. And according to Brandt, that movement marked Bitcoin's top. And Brandt says that some of those who wore the laser eyes are now predicting a move below 30,000. And according to the veteran trader, the extreme shift in sentiment may indicate that Bitcoin is close to bottoming out. And while Brandt considers the change in sentiment as a potential bottom signal, the trader says that Bitcoin has not yet carved a technical bottom that could set the stage for a trend reversal. When he got asked by Dave the Wave, question though, is it the bottom? And Peter Brandt responded, it did not put in a conventional chart bottom construction buy signal, as was the case in November 2015, April 2019, October 2020, or even July 2021. So time will tell if we get a chart set up recognizable in classical charting terms. And Dave the Wave responded, how much time would be required to tell before a recognizable bottom is found along classical principles? If it's quite some time, then how would that be different from hindsight? I'm still thinking a good chance of lower local prices. And Peter Brandt responded, a completed recognizable pattern greatly increases odds a bottom is in. If channel from November 10th completes, odds of bottom increases. But a channel is diagonal pattern, not ideal. Bitcoin has history of clear horizontal bottom patterns and a clear bottom has not yet formed. And Dave the Wave responded, indeed, 42,000 looks to be the horizontal resistance. If some consolidation in price occurs here, may take a week or two before a change in direction could be confirmed. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Peter Brandt. Do you feel that the bottom is in for Bitcoin? Do you feel that 40,000 is the new low? Holla at your boy in the comments right down below. And now for a quick recap, what I cover with you here in today's show, we discussed Bitcoin price returned to 43,000, as well as the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week, as well as Venezuela reportedly hit by a new Bitcoin tax of up to 20%, as well as protesters migrating to crypto fundraising platform following the GoFundMe ban. And we also discuss is the Bitcoin bottom in as veteran trader Peter Brandt examines Bitcoin price after strong rally above $40,000. But where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Ecoin wrote, Aloha JV. Great show again. Thanks for regularly pumping out high quality crypto news to the Crypto News Alerts fam. You're very welcome, fam. Always a pleasure. Hoddle. And our next featured comment comes from Lloyd Schutz, who wrote, I am cheering for Michael Saylor to become the richest man in the world. Imagine a world with the almighty Saylor Nakamoto. What a safe place it would be. Cheers, fam. Best leaders of all time. Now for our third and final featured comment comes from Brie Fit Dance. Thanks so much. Excited to meet our boy JV in Miami. Likewise, Brie, excited to see you there as well. And for those of you who missed the memo, I ran a contest giving away two free tickets to the Bitcoin 2022 conference in Miami sponsored by iTrust Capital and Brie Fit Dance, as well as Lumas, each one, a general admission pass valued at $799. So I'm looking forward to meeting you both in Miami. And runners up, L. Brandon Martin and April Eagle, you each won a festival pass. So I'm going to be seeing you there at the event as well. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.